0: Hello, footies, and welcome to Foot in Review, it is November 17th, and we are recording Season 4, Episode 28, or our 349th episode. And remember, if you like this podcast and feel like we deserve to grow and inform even more people about all things FIFA, then hit that like, subscribe, follow, or share button and even better, tell your friends or family. And if you're an even bigger fan and you can spare about a buck a week, why don't you consider joining our Patreon? It is patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And check out the amazing benefits we can provide you with, including access to a very active Discord server and listening to this podcast while we record this. And of course, send us live questions. Talking about our Patreon, of course, we got a shout out and thank every single supporter, but a special shout out, goes out to Reese and Amar for supporting us as Skybox owners. They will receive a free coaching session each month from the team at footcoaching.com, but they also get this special shout out every single episode. Today, it is me, John, also known as FootCoaching himself, and it's my pleasure to reintroduce and welcome
1: on the show, the big Un, It's Ryan. Hey everyone. Yeah, it's good to be back. I feel like I'm here almost every Wednesday now. Well, you have been for
0: the last two weeks, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, well, I could get used to this.
0: (laughs) Oh, maybe you should, maybe you should. If you think Ryan should be coming back every Wednesday, then check out the poll I will be posting along with this podcast. Um, If you're on Spotify, you're listening on Spotify, there will be some votes down there, and the vote of today will be, should Ryan be on the podcast every single Wednesday? Let the audience decide, Ryan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, don't don't put a comment field there, just leave it as a poll for now. Yeah,
0: we'll leave it as a poll, no worries. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but we're not alone, joining us tonight is, I could almost say the king of the fuckers, but I'm just going to reintroduce him, and welcome Tommy McDominey. Evening gents, uh, two pods in a row, so
2: I must be doing something right.
0: No, you were the only one online, if I'm quite
2: honest. That was going to be my <laughs> other comment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, mate, it's good to have you on now. Uh, the reason why I asked you on tonight is you had a pretty cool topic uh, past Monday, which you ran through me. And since Monday was a special focus show, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get you on the show. People bring on certain cool topics. I'm gladly have them on and talk about it themselves. But it's good to have you back on. Also, you are the only podcaster I know that's actually podcasting on a mobile connection. Wow! Well, yeah, this is a when story uh, which you should share cousins, with the audience.
2: When your cousin steals your router, you've got to do what you got to do, I guess.
0: So uh, <laughs> he actually <laughs> he actually stole your router, right? You don't you came home.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he, I, I believe he does listen as well. So he moved he moved out and took the router that we were both sharing with him without without giving me a heads up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, can you imagine that when we start preparing this podcast about half an hour ago, Tommy starts, the, starts it, hey John, I might have a slight issue, <laughs> I don't have any Wi-Fi or internet. Like, Okay, well that is a slight issue, but we, I think we'll, we managed to keep it work, you are now holding your phone near a window, you're standing as still as you can and you're raising your hand to get better reception.
2: Yeah, I'm using all uh, six foot three of my height frame and uh, the long gangly arms out the window.
0: Just wondering, do these tinfoil hats actually work with that?
2: Well, at the moment, but I'm uh, watching out for the electric shot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't stay too close to the wind. A bit of thunder and lightning tonight, maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, we definitely have some topics which, which can cause that, though. But um, let's start the show. like We do every single show by talking about today's content. And since uh, you can't take a rest from standing up, uh, make sure the reception stays. And I want to ask Orion to start taking us through this content, this amazing content, this brilliant content. And before, but before we start that, actually, did you guys know? I actually packed in from Neymar.
1: Okay, yeah, so the content. <laughs> yeah, you might as well share your story here. Go on. Yeah, so that was the 82
0: SBCs, right, Monday evening. And um, <laughs> Paul, friend of the show, of course, aka Food Dad, said to me, well, I think the passing one is the one to go for. It actually has the highest percentage of actually getting a big player. Although, it is still fairly low. I said, oh, let me do one. I opened that one I got Neymar out of it. Like, okay, that's very really cool. Uh, in my defense, I did 40 after it, didn't get a thing, but still, still worth it. So yeah, I think Neymar is going to be the new player, the new CR7 team of the year, like last year, until I'll, I actually pack your 7
1: Oh, so you're planning on doing that again, are you?
0: Uh well I'm I'm definitely hoping.
1: <laughs>
2: Ryan, it's uh it's not a plan, mate. He just makes a phone call to the people at EA. Oh yeah, yeah. Shay.
1: <laughs> Shay. Well, he's not a, Shay yeah. and Friends. He's not call Shay, Shay anymore
2: so we've got to be honest there. <laughs> oh
0: no, let's not, let's not go that way. Ryan, the content. Talk us through, mate.
1: Yeah, so there's so many good things out tonight. I'm gonna leave the best one for last um so the first thing was there's a new spc out for a pack i think you're getting a small rare gold players pack untradeable. it's fairly easy to do 65 team overall rating nine rares four leaks minimum maximum of two countries and team chemistry of minimum 85 i think it's Probably pretty easy with untradables you've got in your club, but I think rares are going quite high on the market at the moment. So if you've got some bronze and silvers, or would maybe check them before you do it. you probably make more coins from selling them with, uh, rather than what you'll get from this pack. So I would just have a look at that beforehand. But that's all the SPC stuff that came out tonight, I think. Unless there's anything else that you guys have seen?
0: No, shit, I don't think.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I thought maybe it was busier than that. I just didn't notice it. But no, it is. And then, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we've got our objectives now. Since it's a Wednesday, we've got Silver Stars that comes out this week. We've got Anthony Gordon of Everton. Uh, the card looks okay, I guess. It's a three-star, three-star, eighty-seven pace, ninety dribbling, seventy-two shooting. 36 defending, 71 passing, 65 physical. He's a left mid, and it's part of this Adidas Numbers Up promo. Although I'm not entirely sure which one of his stats is getting the upgrade. I would assume it's his dribbling because of how high it is, but I'm not too sure. Any of you guys know? I'm not too sure either.
0: No, me neither. I think these cards are confusing. Um, Yeah. Like... It's hard to say, and especially when you look at sites where, like, I don't know what, I, I mean, I see the card, but I have no idea what this actually does, uh, which which will get upgraded, so you can only take a guess, I don't know. I, just, I am um, quite honestly pretty disappointed by the promo on its own thus far, and I, this does yeah. make it much easier. Like, if you look at the cards, which, if they st- start the intro, right, you start up the game, you see the cards, and you see one of the numbers being in yellow. So we know which one will get upgraded but if you look at the card itself in game or like any other site you can't see which one gets upgraded which is also very confusing
2: i was gonna say that was that's the easiest fix when you right click on the, even when you right click on the card once you own it so you've got all your stats why don't they just I oh, like i've got marco Asensio, so the dribbling why don't they have that just a changed color or exactly. or bolded, make it bold so it's clear that it's different from all the other stats.
0: Yeah, now it just looks like like I got Hummels and like click player Bayo. I don't know. It's still called a numbers up card. Um, I mean, I know it's going to be passing, right? Because that's high, but it's, nah, I don't know. So I don't, I don't like the promo for that. It's really inconvenient. And I think like with these cards, it's like I have no idea which one actually upgrade. I have to go to Twitter to look up if they tweeted about him to see it. Or actually, you have to look at foot he's got he's that type. So that means that it's really too complicated for cards that are not actually already worth it.
1: I've actually been heavily relying on traders and people on Twitter just to tell me which ones are going up and which getting upgraded. And it's 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 a sad time if they're the ones that have to update everyone on what's happening in EA's game.
0: There's <laughs> not that, yeah.
1: I, is don't, I don't think any of the players are mega exciting either. So the I think Tao is bit the bit most, the best one, right? Yeah, but you're not looking at that card for the upgrades, or you? you're not looking at any of the cards for the upgrades. I don't think you're not planning on the upgrades in April at this point. No, that's no, great. it's
2: whether they um, fit pretty much now for the next three, four weeks, Ryan.
1: Yeah, that's, exactly. that's how I'm looking at them all. Yeah, and from that perspective, there's all there's only a pick of players that would make it into people's teams.
2: Yeah, for most people, it's probably like myself, if you've got, if you need one player in a certain position for chem, chemistry, that's the only reason I've done uh, Marco Ascensio. Uh, and it, it's not that he's, he's better than what I already had there, it's more the fact that he gives 10 chem around to, to the players around him. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason like, <laughs> to get playing as quite... good. <laughs> yeah, but it's the only reason these promo cards, like, even the um, insignia that come out, the upgrade's minimal. So the only reason you're really getting that is for a a dynamic image, which I've heard people saying they they apparently do the SBCs for. Do you
0: guys, do you care about the images? I don't know how you look, but if I look at my current web app, some of these images are sort of broken, especially from icons, right? Uh, The faces are really swollen up or something. I don't know what that's going on. But uh, yeah. someone told me yesterday, like, have you seen that some of the players got a new sc- new face? And, like, Martial actually looks much better now. Like, uh, it true. is. I'm looking. Okay, yes, it's true. I actually never noticed. No, I'm not a sucker for anemic images.
1: No, I've never looked at a card and thought I'm going to buy that. It's got a new photo.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, <but> it, looks, <laughs> it looks nice on the bench.
1: <laughs> oh, he looks so good, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a big no from me as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. so. That, that Anthony Gordon, uh, it's a silver star. He looks okay for a silver card. You'd know, probably play him at striker if anywhere. He's six foot one. I um, think you'd probably get the most out of him there. But that's for the silver lounge. I'm sure there'll be people in there just having a good time anyway, Um, not really caring too much about the card. Playing on 4G, yeah, I know some. Yep. Well, and I think the final objective that came out was the silver beasts. I think we all know what that involves by now. In your squad battle games or rivals, but no one's realistically going to do that, are they? So you got to win your five games in in squad battles, and you get a, mega, a rare mega pack back from that. I and then we hit we hit the big one on team of the week now. Yeah, I if, although I think uh, we,
0: um, if we discuss SBCS, we got uh, insignia yesterday, right?
1: Oh yeah, right, yeah,
0: we did. That might be one mentioning on, quite honestly, or for no. good or bad reasons. Yeah, what do you think? 87 rated in senior for about somewhere around 95 between 1900 I think then on console.
1: Yeah, roughly around there. I'm not sold on it. It Doesn't really do anything for me. But again, none of the SBC players have done anything for me.
0: <laughs> no, for me neither. I only the Juventus one because I have to do them. But I that's I I honestly have I did I did win all them, right? At uh, to start, because I thought he might get some informers, but in fact, he's actually never playing. But after that, I only did Morata and De Licht because of their youth playing. Didn't do
1: any SVCs after that.
0: Uh, they're not enticing enough for me, yet. anyways.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, like, I think I've said multiple times that there's nothing that's come out that I can say is going to be in my team for the long run. And if that's the case, then why would I bother... Just putting dumping all my fodder into that for the sake of two weeks, I, I st- even if it's untradeable, I still feel like the untradeable cards have a value, and there might be something that comes out that you really want to do. and I'm not going to waste it on cards that are only really going to have a temporary home in my squad, yeah, that's
0: fair. Maybe if they're Celtic players, no,
1: no, not a maybe if they were Celtic players, <laughs> I would just throw everything out of it
0: <laughs> exactly. That's how that's how the ultimate team should work,
1: right? Have my club.
0: Yeah. Tommy, you have any thoughts about the Insignia yourself before you dive into the team of the week?
2: No, um, just a quick one. It's uh, from what I've been told and read up on and that. It's a plus four on both the pace attributes and a plus one to every other attribute. So, realistically, you need to put a hunter on him because he's shooting so low. which would, and his uh, a hawk would do nothing because his, obviously his uh, strength is so low anyway. So I think finisher is the part.
1: only way to go, yeah. honestly. He, needs, yeah, a of, he uh, needs a massive
2: shooting boost. Essentially, though, it's an, inf- it's an informed card, basically. And you look at his reactions at 81 and composure 82. Come April, mm. the team of the season cards are going to absolutely blow him away based on reaction and composure alone. Is it his pace that goes up in April? I think so, yes. Or, or even yeah, before.
1: He,
2: yeah, so he's still going to have the 77 finish in, 79 shot power. You know, some he's got some suspected uh, stats. To be honest,
0: I think it's also. I have to mention that though. I think it's also the the only player that's actually smaller in real life than I am. it's nothing to do with the card itself, but he's got a unique body type. So I can fairly say I got a unique body type myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, his, sure? his his is more athletic. I would say.
0: How would you know? You only see my head on this. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you tell us about all your
2: surgeries and stuff. Come on. Yeah, that's fair
0: <laughs> enough. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for Injury prone right? Injury prone trait. That's that's one that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> all right, now uh, uh, insignia in it, guys. I definitely uh I definitely agree. All right, team of the week. Let's go, because now we have the team of the week. We have eighteen cards too much, I think, but uh the other three cards are nice.
1: I'm interested to hear what three cards you think are nice.
0: Uh, usable. Uh, let me say usable then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two. Yeah. No, I think, uh, let me see. Current team of the week, here it goes. I think, uh, well, of course, uh, the elephant in the room and Mbappe is usable, right? Definitely worth it. I don't think 3.5 million compared to the 1 million from his non-informed, getting non-informed, right? Period. I don't think that's that 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 cap is worth anything, I don't think Kane is useful at all. He's a ninety-one run rider. striker, but I don't think he's any use. I think Sarr might be be useful, but he is a two-star weak foot, so he's not useful either way, actually. Okay, so we got Mbappe, that's it.
1: Yeah, we got Mbappe. But like you said, he's three and a half million coins for essentially plus one on everyone. Okay, a couple of plus twos, but it's like the Neymar all over again. The gold card does what this inform does.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah this, that, that SAR that you said is usable. No, uh, weak he's food, a bench so. player, isn't he? And yeah, not bench, even, right? Just a
0: weak foot. What do you do with him?
1: Well, I could see a, a couple of people getting use of him from the bench, but I can. $60,000 for a? for a sub like this? Nah, never mind. Oh, already. that'll go down, surely. You can't expect people to be paying that for that.
0: Uh, no. The thing know, is.
1: I, th- I think Mbappe is keeping this team of the week playable come weekend league. If he wasn't in there, nobody would be playing this weekend.
0: Mm, yeah, gotta be honest. I think you're right.
1: Yeah, it this format needs to change. We said
0: it out. We're saying every single week, right? Uh, but it's getting worse and worse. I mean, I'm very. Uh, remember last time I I named a couple of names which are not usable. Uh, I won't do that this time because, like, you are correct. They're um, far more non-usable than <laughs> actually at all. But if I look at it, it's like, what what would anyone need a hincapi for, man? Yeah. Uh, 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 there's actually a, a, a card, Banku who's worth as much as the actual discard value. Same for a lot. If you quick sell them, you get more than FXC, put them on the transfer list. It's, yeah, I don't
1: know. Trader tips? Yeah,
0: trade or tips, yeah. Buy them from the transfer quick so Yeah, but, uh, I,
1: I tried to be critical with this team and maybe have a look through it and see if there was any hidden stars or gens. And that Sambo and Kisa may be kind of usable. He, he kind of looks slightly better than the 84 Kessie, but, I mean, that's nothing to really shout about, is it? Yeah. The Martinez is okay, but there's already better keepers in the Premier League that you can get at their lowest value that they've ever been. And That Hincapie looks okay, but you're not going to take anyone out of your team to put him in.
0: No, exactly.
1: Mbappe is the only win here. And, yeah, like you said, the format needs a review.
0: Yeah, I think the only reasonable player actually says, why did I actually start this? I can't pronounce him. Solos Bosley? (laughs)
1: Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. the red <laughs> Bull win, yeah, striker, you.
0: right? Uh, you yeah. got pretty decent stats four star, four star. But then again, we're talking about decent here. I think that says it all. Yeah, and by the way, finishing 77. Uh, good like positioning. <laughs> nah, never mind. None of these cards are usable. Uh, just get him out. He's low, medium as well, by the way. So, no, 65 balance. Uh, uh no, we can't. I I mean I can. We can talk about this all night. But Tommy, you have any anything to add to the team of the week? I'm not even going to make the team of the week joke anymore in comments, right?
2: I was just going to say I I haven't uh, lost 4G connection or I've just fallen asleep a bit talking about this team of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, not really. Mbappe, like you said, um, that's the only player out of all of these that would even make me move any of my players around to fit him in. Which kind of says it all, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. And we're never going to see him.
2: Um, really what I will say is the Bayern Levin Cruiser centre-back that you're on about, I wouldn't mind getting him as a red pick for objectives because of his low rating. That's, But that is me thinking purely from Icon Swap's perspective. Um, same as your man from RB Leipzig. That you mentioned before, I'm, I'm not going to try and butcher his name any more than you already have. <laughs> um but that's well, because right. of the 80, because of the 81 rating might might come in handy for um, some kind of objectives that have, that have rating caps, but I, that's literally about it.
0: Yeah, ah, enough said about this. Um, we have some topics though, and I think a good topic to start off with is the current state of the division and the esports scene. Let's start, Tommy. What do you
2: want to talk about? Well wow. I just think it's a bit of a joke, isn't it, really? <laughs> I don't know. Um there's quite a few things within the eSports scene which is a red flag for me, but I started with one that's come recently. I was watching a friend stream in the E Premier League last night and I didn't realise that anybody can enter it. Which Kind of. If I was a pro, I would, an actual, you know, a high tier pro playing some random person from Div Five in a qualified match, I would deem that as a waste of my time and profession. So, uh, yeah, that was the most recent thing that comes to my mind because I was watching it I probably half, you know, nine o'clock last night or something.
0: Yeah, I think Ryan has a cool story to tell about his E Premier League experience yesterday.
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking, well, you were telling that story there. I thought you were telling my story. So <laughs> I, I didn't know. That, I didn't realize I could actually get home in time to play because they didn't t- message anyone, email anyone, tweet out to anyone that it was actually at 6 o'clock yesterday that it started, and they didn't tell anyone until 1 p.m. yesterday. So that was already off to a bad start, and I've actually found out what time it was starting through Twitter sources rather than through the official accounts. So we were off to a flyer there. Um I had things on, so I didn't realize I was going to make it back in time, but I did make it back. I rushed back to play, got back, and realized that they'd postponed it for 15 minutes longer. So it was actually 6.15 that it started. So I made it back, turned up for the game, checked in, and then nobody's returned up. So I was just sort of waiting there for 45 minutes until I got another game. Um, I had time to play a Rivals game, went in, played Rivals, checked in, came out. And then again, the guy didn't turn up. So I now had an hour to wait until the next game. So I went and played another Rivals game. And the same thing happened again next round. Nobody turned up, so I got through again. (laughs) And by this time, I was actually feeling kind of lethargic from just not playing. um, Because the rival games aren't really up to scratch to keep you on top form. So after must have been three hours now, and I hadn't played any of the the games in this. I then come up against somebody who does check in, I play, and then I lose. And that's it. It's over. We're done for the night. And that's it. Best three hours, if you like. Yeah, it was the best (laughs) three hours I've spent in my life. I I played four rival games and then got beaten in the E-Prime. So now I have to turn up and do it all again next Tuesday. Um, Their whole organisation of it was far from ideal a bit of a joke and it was i guess you could say that from the start because of the whole xbox thing as well um and then the fact that almost nobody turned up to it as well i I seen that there was a lot of people that signed up to it but i almost feel like because they didn't tell anyone about it until the last minute that nobody could make it nobody could plan for it and it just left it looking empty a bit of a wasteland and as you said it's a bit of a joke for those who are trying to take this as seriously as they can and make it a profession
0: yeah I think that's it right I spoke to someone last night who was supposed to play as well over chatting and he said like hey, I was like hey didn't you or like shouldn't you be playing eprem like yeah yeah uh, I think I uh, I subscribe or I got uh wrote in and it's like yeah, yeah, but I think it's tonight, though, because Ryan's playing as well. What? Is it tonight? Yeah, I think he should get a message. I, I don't remember, and then he checks me off. Okay, yes, I should have played. Yeah, okay. I didn't actually see it. I doubt it was cancelled or something. I didn't actually The communication was so still that I actually didn't keep checking. <laughs> so I think there might be far more players that had that, right?
1: Oh, 100%. I, I was checking it on the run-up to it for at least a week, every day. Checking their website, checking their feeds, and they don't even—I don't think they have an official Twitter account, so I couldn't find anything there either. And they don't because everyone
0: w- was tagging Premier League, uh, Twitter account. Also, for when there was some guys who had um, uh, uh, who had a f- sort of a f- discussion about the end result, and then uh, they couldn't find any admins, so <laughs> I'll reach admins, so they tagged just Premier League and kept going at the, at the Premier League on Twitter. like Yeah, they they won't probably won't help you though. <laughs> you could try all well, yeah. all it was a bit of a um, a bit of a miss Can I,
2: do, do, Ryan what you're saying with communication and this is this is communication with VA in general we all know there has been issues in the past but from an esports perspective I played League of Legends for around 10 years the game from release to its 10th anniversary and on League of Legends they have a central hub which kind of like on foot I'm looking at now when you go on to the news section. On League of Legends, everything amateur competition-wise, like uh, back then it used to be Nordic Masters and stuff, which basically your mid-tier players, non-pros can qualify for, would be on that hub. So every single player in the world has got that information. They can just click it and it takes you to a, a, a external website. Yeah, on the foot hub, we've got absolutely nothing. There's not even anything that says scan this QR code and it would take you to ePrem sign-ups, uh, brackets, news, rules. There's nothing at all. But that's the easiest fix they could do. Just put it in there so everybody knows once you're playing the game you can just actually look at it through the actual game.
1: I get the feeling sometimes that, well, firstly, this wasn't their competition as such. I guess they were just sort of in the background of it. This is totally the Premier League's competition, but they could have done a lot more to help Escalate the The no behind it And just that it was even happening There was just nothing at all And that news screen, I, I wonder how many people Even bother looking at it oh, I, got I, I, I knew it was there, but I never never <laughs> went into it um, It's just It almost feels like sometimes That they have esports as a secondary Importance to the game You know, selling the packs Is more important to them, which I get From a business perspective than the esports side. And they want people to be playing it for that reason.
0: Yeah, it's a shame though. So much potential.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's just why do they bother having an esports scene if they're not going to look after it and nurture it? Because there's there's so much potential from having it as an esports and building on it, uh, but they just don't seem to care very much. There isn't an awful lot that they ever talk about when it comes to esports
2: the biggest gripe i have and i've had this since i basically stopped playing pc games and come onto the, uh, fifa more as my full time game i guess you call it is they have an esports blueprint that every single game can just basically copy and paste from league of legends and csgo if they want to see how to promote esports and grow their leagues and stuff like that and they take absolute they don't, they haven't copied a single thing like, which I'm pretty sure it's not... No one's turned around and said you can't copy us because all eSports is kind of... When you get to high level, it's kind of the same. How the games will promote e- promote eSports within their own hubs. How they... Uh, the scales of the tournaments, the live events and stuff. But you've got that blueprint now, which has been proven over 10 years by someone like League of Legends. And you just... It's like you just don't want to copy it because you... I don't know, you're trying to do your own thing or something, but Take I mean, the advice wallet. take copy it and take the advice while it's there, I guess. Yeah, I don't even
1: feel like it's that because there's nothing in there that would suggest they're trying actively to push it differently. Um, and they're certainly not trying to push it using that blueprint either. They're just it's very up in the air at times. Yeah,
0: uh, I'll be it's just a shame, right? Because it should be uh fun. I think the way e Premier League is set up that you can just ride into a club and then qualify to play in the end of thing for that club, is brilliant to get people involved. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they changed the way it works this year though.
0: Ah, please explain for everyone listening how it works.
1: Well, I'm not too sure either, but <laughs> basically, I think in yeah, previous no, years, but
0: in you no, know, honestly, that is the problem right there, right?
1: Yeah, they did. I didn't explain it very well, and if I really wanted to know, I would have to deep dive in to find out. But I think in previous years that if you applied to uh, represent, say, Brighton, then you would play against other players who also want to represent Brighton until you were in the top. However, many representatives the, that they can have. So, I believe there's seven this year for Brighton. But this year, they've put every single player who signed up into brackets against each other until they finish in a certain position and they get points, I believe, that build up over the weeks. Oh. I would, I would, don't quote me on any of that.
2: No, that is correct um, because I did sign up for it when you had to play. So, you choose your club and then you play against your own. Players within your own club, like you're saying. Um, obviously, I don't know about this yet because I haven't signed up. And like you're saying, the big problem is if you don't if you don't know 100% now, Ryan, it means it hasn't been communicated enough to you as a player, which is right, a big when, issue, obviously.
1: Yeah. When I got the email yesterday, it told me that my scheduling was ready. So I'm right, like, okay, I know who I'm going to play and when I'm going to play it. So I clicked on the link and it brought up 60 different groups of I don't know, maybe 100 players in each group and it didn't tell me which group I was in either so I had to go through all 60 groups to find out which bracket I was in and who I was playing. And it wasn't until 46 that I've actually found myself. Yeah. I'll be all a bit
0: of a shame.
2: (laughs) Do you not think, little, little things like that, when you're saying you turned up Ryan and say three games in a row your opponents didn't turn up um it could be that they, they genuinely were going to play the tournament and then they got there at half five, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, and they might have thought to themselves, the communication is that poor, I just can't be bothered with this. Maybe.
1: I don't blame the players it, at all because I had my own saying. commitment. It's a, it's a massive problem within,
2: it, it's a spirals, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, sometimes inviting, everybody can do that because everybody has a life, you know, we all have commitments and if we can't plan ahead to play in these, then how can you expect everybody who signed up to be able to play in these? I I think last year the game started at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and so I signed up in the hope that it had changed but they didn't communicate that. Um, I would potentially have to take a holiday from work to be able to play in it but then I found out it was 6 o'clock, that was great for me but that doesn't work for everyone, that just helped me. And I had other commitments that I was able to then uh, bring forward so I could turn up for it. But again, that doesn't mean everybody could do that. And just helping everyone out a couple of weeks ago when they announced the dates could have avoided that.
0: Yeah, and also the the timing when you actually heard it was like 1 a.m., I think, in that morning, right? Something like that.
1: No, it was 1 p.m. I was just about oh, to 1 take my sorry, lunch. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's f- f- 5 hours before you have to play. <laughs> I can imagine. Wow. Well,
2: no wonder they had a lot of dropouts then.
0: Nah, so this feels okay. a bit I mean we're going to start with something positive though, but I think it, it, we had to uh, like we have to address this, right? This wasn't good. This wasn't well organized and the thing is people look at these tournaments and pro players and want to go at this. And then they have a pretty cool platform at which it should be more people can join or at least take a shot at it on a earlier stage, right? Which I think the Premier League does well. Like you said, anyone can write in. But then they sort of mess up by not caring, it feels, which is such a shame. And like it is not EA who, uh, who done this, right? It is the Premier League itself but they're not taking it seriously. Now, Ryan. Yes. What makes a pro player? How can someone become a pro player? Is a question I've been hearing a lot lately from my art trainees at foot coaching. What do you think, or what, you are a pro player. What? Mm, how can you become a pro player? What skills would you need? Uh, what would you advise? Questions like these. Keep coming into the podcast. So let's discuss that for a second.
1: What did you tell them? Just for a heads up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said apply to foot coaching and no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no, I think talent is a part, right? Of it. But it's definitely not everything.
1: Of course it is. But see, if somebody asked me to pick one major thing, the one biggest thing that makes a pro player, I would say mentality. If you have the mentality to want to be better, chances are you can be better and you can make that level. It's about the wanting to do it and the grit and determination to get there as well. Talent is teachable. A lot of people will find that they just adapt to a game immediately and that's fine. But you can teach talent, you can't teach that. Some people have a natural talent and that doesn't need taught and maybe they need work in other areas like the mental side of the the game and that improves their game. But ultimately, if you have a strong mentality and you work on that, the talent will come after because you'll already have the mentality to want to be better in the talent side.
0: Yeah. Uh, Second thing I would add to that is consistency. Work on consistency. You need that mentality to do that. Uh, But I see people's like routines are very important right um when you watch real life football players you see people um i said w- you see people doing the same type of warm up um stuff like that and i think to become consistently good at a game or Im- allow you to improve what also needs to be a part of your um oh, well, of your style of your game should be consistency. And that way, I mean, don't change your formation every single match when it doesn't go your way. Uh, Don't start practicing on certain skill moves uh, and do something else before you've mastered it. Um, Don't sometimes play Saturday morning if you want to become a pro player, then Tuesday afternoon. uh, uh, Keep switching that around. Make things around you as consistent as possible. That way you can work on the things. And make all um non-gameplay related issues a much easier thing to do. If that makes sense to you. I know my yeah. English might be getting in my way here, but it probably <laughs> makes sense somewhere.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think going along with the consistency side and even the mental as well. My the best example that I always think about is real life football and the so called underdogs against the bigger teams that If they always put in hard work, they're always giving themselves the best chance of a win to beat that so-called better team. If you always apply that effort and work ethic, all you need is that slice of luck or for the other guys to then maybe take you, for example, and just you know maybe not turn up and maybe have their own work ethic. They just think they're good enough. You can win that game. And so if you have that ethic, it'll only take you to different levels. And if you always apply that, You could the you can go as far as you want to really. So how does someone train that?
0: That's a good question, right?
1: Too good of a question.
0: (laughs) Tommy, you're not a pro player necessarily, but you're on a really high level, right? And I don't think your aim is to become a pro player.
2: What no, not at all. Just um, to be clear.
0: <laughs> no worries, so I wasn't planning on hiring you as a player, right? Um Yeah.
2: If the money's right though, John. If
0: the money's right. Yeah, though. I I mean I'd rather I have John as a coach, but that's a different story. Um wh- what do you think of this? Like um, you are very what? you are in this, you came from a pro like a pro esports scene, maybe that's a good way of describing yeah,
2: it. Um but yeah, I've been around esports for live as in live events for just over ten years now, I think. Um, the one thing I realized you both didn't say is, it's like any profession, sacrifice. The ru- the routine is very keen to what you said as well, but sometimes to nurture that talent in- into the next level, there does have to be a bit of sacrifice where that that future professional is dedicating herself. You know, maybe to if it's real life football, you know, they, that's all they're focused on. There's for, for maybe a couple year period, there's no girlfriend, there's no going out drinking all the time, providing you're old enough. Obviously, there's, there's you have to sacrifice a few <laughs> things, but then once you get to that level, that's then where you're, you're, you can put your routine structure training into place. But I, I do believe that you have to have some form of sacrifice to get up to that to actually become that top-tier player. And then it's more of a case of maintaining and uh, just keep practicing and routines like you said.
0: Yeah, and I don't say, it doesn't mean if you have a girlfriend you can't
2: be. <laughs> a... No, no, but <laughs> I'm using more of a, um, when you talk in, not FIFA per se, but, you know, you do sit with real-life footballers when they're younger, uh, boxers when they're turning professional. Sometimes they will, they will have interviews and they will say, I didn't go out drinking with my friends. I didn't have a girlfriend for until I was twenty-one years old, because they're so focused on that profession, and they gave up a, a lot of things to get to that high point. Yeah, Obviously, maybe you
1: lost half the audience, though.
2: Yeah, boom, boom, boom.
1: <laughs> no drinking, <laughs> no
2: girlfriend. And but no it's God. true, isn't it? When you see like the top athletes in the world, in not esports, but you know. They a lot of them do give up a lot. They sacrifice a lot to get to that point. Yeah, yeah but no, I think no, I, that's
0: I, that's on a later phase, right? I think um, I think it all starts, and that's what well, if I want to say what my answer usually is, Ryan. If people ask me wh- how can I become a pro player, the first thing I ask is why would you want to become a pro player? Right?
1: Yeah.
0: And guess what? The answer usually is I'm not saying all every time, but usually.
1: Be better
0: than their friends or money no money 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 yeah
1: 100 yeah and then i'm like okay I, I
0: get it sounds really nice uh playing fifa for money right but let me tell you about some earnings which are going on right and then i'll show them some graphs of the tables and stuff and i'm showing them how many people are actually competing um tell them about the sponsorships and how we make deals and stuff. Then like oh yeah but if I win it's a very good it's actually pretty well yeah that's true if you become 8 you can't live from that anymore in the current scene right uh yeah i guess so but it sounds like a lot of money yeah uh, yeah that's true i think you can only succeed if the intention of you doing this uh, everything else has to be right uh, so you have to be, have the right mentality you have to have the mindset sure you have to make sacrifices um But if you don't do it for the right reason, it doesn't make sense and you won't won't be able to do it. And that reason has to be passion for the game, has to be passion to be the best, has to be um, passion that it's something you wake up in the morning and urge to do, right? Um, You want to compete on that high level. And for, uh, I I don't know anyone that got rich or famous. Well, I don't know anyone who got rich and famous, period. But I don't mean... I don't know anyone that got rich and famous by wanting to be rich and famous. Everyone did what they want to do or feel good doing or are good at it. And then the, the money and fame come along with that. I think that's the same with the pro players. We scout so many talents and everyone can... Like, there's a lot of people playing FIFA. But then I'm talking to them and I'm like, would you be good enough? Maybe do you think i do i think you you are still doing this in 2 years mm, probably not right and i think that's actually what it's um what's it all about in the end i have to say andy says in chat i say i sacrifice the social life for fifa but in reality i've just got no friends <laughs> <laughs> uh, You got us hey, you got he's us. Got, he's
2: got he's got discord friends
0: exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> I will call you a friend if that helps.
2: On oh, what you were saying though, John, um, that's something you hear in the fighting the fighting sports quite a lot. They say, um when they when you get the top world champions, they do they all say their one drive was only to ever be the best in the world. That's the one thing that kept them going every morning, every day and night. And they never, you know, when they're even coming up in the ranks or oh, then they get professional. They're never thinking about the money. It's to be number one in the world, they should want to beat everybody. It's a real drive that you have to have.
0: Yeah, it's the passion, the vision, the, the thing that makes you tick. And then you can build from there, right? because uh, many things in FIFA, especially like the game, are actually trainable. And um sure the natural talent has to be there and you can nourish it and get better. Um, but I'd rather have a very motivational player that uh, I can see being developed, wants to develop, has everything set up right. And those players usually become, in the end, the much better players than the players that came on board with more natural talent, but bit less open-minded vision or uh, less desire to do so. And oh. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan.
1: I was just going to say, it always makes me laugh when there's footballers who come out and say they do it as a job rather than because they like football. Those
0: are there as well, right?
1: I mean, there's nothing
0: wrong with it. But those aren't the the top players. They can't be.
1: Uh, I think there were some of them in the Premier League, but I don't think they ever won the league. I don't think they were ever with a team that won the league.
0: I mean, you can't be, like, you can't be CR7 on that level when you're not actually enjoying what you're doing. No. I think
1: they were only ever bouncing around the Championship in Premier League. So, They, they, they hit a ceiling. And they could they probably could have went further with a different mentality. But I don't believe they ever had it because the job that they just went to for training, turned up, played the game and went home. Yeah, exactly. They didn't live it.
0: Oh, and it's uh it's hard, right? It's you you should like I said, you should go for it, but go for it for the right reasons. And then it's I think then it makes more sense to do so. Um and I could tell a story about myself here, but I'm probably not doing that tonight later on (laughs) because Ryan what happens if you are a pro player and suddenly you start I don't know lose the desire to play or lose the desire to actually or actually don't have fun anymore the game that's something we've all experienced right
1: yeah well you end up in the position I'm in just now that's what happens (laughs) so so yeah, the last couple of days I've just felt almost no motivation or desire to even play the game lately. Um, So, I just haven't basically. I don't see the point in forcing myself to play the game if I don't really want to. Uh, It's only going to bring neg- negativity, isn't it? Uh, before I say something, Tommy, have you experienced
0: this before? I mean, it's really cool. Ryan as a pro player comes out from this, right? To tell everyone this. And I think... It is something, if we look around on social media, very many people are experiencing this. Um, have you experienced this, and how do you get out of these? Thanks.
2: Yeah, I had it last year. Um, I just took a break, to be fair, but I'm not a pro player. I'm not, you know, representing any organizations in tournaments, etc., or anything major. So for your average person, I guess you can... T- You don't even have to discuss with people when you're down tools, do you, I guess?
0: No, that's... Whereas, I I,
2: I don't know about yourself, Ryan, but I'm talking, theoretically, if you represent someone like Fnatic, I'm talking like your major worldwide esport brand, would their players be allowed to, what would they do when they have burnout? I'm not even sure. Well... I'd hope the coach coach would tell them to have a break, but then they're probably
1: being paid quite a lot of money, um, I'd imagine. I bet there's a lot of organizations that wouldn't do an awful lot about it. And I think that's almost worth highlighting. Because exactly. People are human and it happens and they need the support when they can get it. And thankfully, John has been there for me because I've mentioned to him the, the sort of place mm-hmm. I'm at at the moment with FIFA. And he's we're, we're working together to get through that. But I imagine there's so many players in this scene that have to play through it. And that cannot be good for them, and I assure you that they won't be on top form because of that. They will be hitting a brick wall, and they will be blaming everything but themselves, and it's ultimately going to damage them for the time being. They, they'll probably come out the other side, because they'll find a way, and th- they'll probably forget about it after that. But at the time, it's it can be damaging. There's almost zero support for some of these players. I know there's a couple of teams, isn't there, John, that have people who will listen to them in this sort of situation sort of provide a, a helping hand, but I know it's not widespread.
0: It is something that is very under... How um, I said, It's not very... Undervalued? Thank you. and It is a very undervalued because... But also in, in on-the-pitch sports, right? Yeah. Um, Saying it from something like, I tell you this: I am, I, I used to be like, uh, I, I played football for money, right? It was my job, although I I saw it a privilege to be that in that position. Um, but I have seen people crack, uh, like absolutely crack, under a bad report or a bad score went, which made made the kids be sent back to school first, right? Three months of no football until you get your grades back up. Really positive stuff. Uh, people who... Um, their whole family was based around making sure you play football on a decent level. And then you didn't make it. Those things hit you hard, right? As a family. No support whatsoever. It's just the end of your period. You, con- you contract send it and bye-bye. That's it. It just got cut loose. Um, and it's really tough to think was. It was actually bothering me more than I think many people of the clubs were bothered by seeing players around me dealing with that, um, dealing with pressure. He hardly get trained for that, right? There, uh, like we played for stadiums, which were like, I don't know, 15,000 people, which is not a lot. But if you're 16 years old, I found it a, quite a lot, right? Um, but there's no preparation for that to do it. And what if you wake up Monday morning and you say, man, I actually feel some pain, but I do have to perform? Will you tell your coach that you're feeling some pain? Or will you just go for it? Nobody helps you with that. And I think when we dive into eSports, and that's something where at Foot Coaching, I really want to, I really try to do that differently, right? Than uh, organizations which we've seen. I'm not going to name any because I think it's just also the uh the period where we're in with this with this business it is not very mature yet, right? On many points. And I think this kind of support is very uh undervalued because you're just playing a game anyways. You're playing a game. You should have fun, right? No pressure. You're just playing a game. But what happens if that game suddenly turns into you playing on ESPN live? I mean if you look at the E Division now, those matches are now broadcast on live television, right? Not only are the 10,000 people watching live, but you're also getting broadcasters on television. But it is you. Um, What happens if you wake up and don't feel like playing, but you are expected to play this afternoon? Can you tell your coach? Do you have a coach? Many organizations don't even have a coach. And I think at food coaching, what we try to do is say, you're not only a player, right? You're not only playing a game and sure, we'll do the utmost best to get you to perform. But above all, you are human. If the human side of you isn't feeling optimal, the other sides of the game, the playing the same, your performance, the way you can deal with pressure is never going to get to flirtation. So it's the most important thing to make sure. And I'm glad to make sure that gets covered. And I'm really glad, like Ryan wants to come out for this, not only tonight on the podcast, right? And that's really, I think that's really cool, but also. Just say, stating to me, he's, he, so look at it from Ryan's protect, perspective. He joins a new organization. Five weeks in, saying I'm actually not feeling it at the moment because I don't know. Mentally, I'm not feeling the 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 spark. Right? Is that the way I can describe it, Ryan?
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's how I said it to you the other day. It was just almost felt like I hit a wall and I wasn't feeling it anymore. There's, that part of me that almost made every game feel a bit easier has suddenly just stopped, and I'm not enjoying playing as much.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm glad he said that. That will make sure he, he finds a way of telling it to us and he finds it safe to do so, right? Um, but if, if you're a pro player or not a pro player, you're playing this game and you're not having fun, the, the actual saying is when the fun stops, you stop as well, right? And I think that's important. You just take a break. You have to find out what costs you. If it's your business, if it's anything like, it doesn't matter what happened but you're suddenly not feeling it anymore. If you keep pushing it, things will break, right? So the only thing to go do is, is take a step back, pause it, pause it, and then look at it and then find the proper direction to take. And that can be all kinds of things. I've recommend people, I mean, I've been having these chats, not only with Ryan this week, but with a whole lot of players. Um, Because I do think the, when we come into the game, the game itself is so highly competitive that I think, more people are feeling this than ever, right? Every game feels like a final. So the pressure is fully on, which m- automatically means if you have to focus harder, you get these feelings earlier as well. Normally, I see people getting this around January. So now, two months earlier, that says, I think, also a lot of the game. But when it happens, you need to find an escape to keep it fresh, to keep it going. I usually don't have this because I don't have the time to spend actually at playing the game, right? Um, I'm playing about half an hour a day currently, and the rest I'm teaching people and talking to people and not doing it. But when I had it, I know, for example, that I find racing games very relaxing. So why? I, what I tend to do is, I have found that I did that tomorrow. No FIFA day. I go to bed frustrated, or I'm not feeling it when I wake up. I'm not gonna do it because it does make it makes zero sense trying to force that. Right? That goes, in my honest opinion, with everything in life. I mean, I just quit my job because I'm not feeling it anymore, right? Not because I'm secure, not because I'm going to make more money or anything like that. I'm just don't, I'm not feeling it anymore. If I keep pushing on, I'll get burned out. I've been there before, right? Never going to happen again. And I think that goes from everything. If you're not feeling it, you take a pass for it. Suddenly you will realize why that's going on or you feel the urge to play again. And it might just flume over as well. Or you need to find out what it's causing the triggers. Um, and when we go back to basics, I usually recommend doing something else. And then for Ryan, we joked yesterday, but I was like saying, you know what? I'm going to make some content uh, which combines a couple of your favorite things. And I think, for example, Football Manager is a very relaxing game from Ryan. Eh, instead of, I mean, take a week off. I'm fine with that. Go play a week of Football Manager, right? Because in a week of doing something which you need to force, the results will be far worse than taking a week off and then start again refreshed. Especially on a ladder system game like it currently is. And I'm now talking already way too much. I'm going to ask Tommy what he thinks about
2: this. Well, I everything you said was spot on. Um, I mean, we are the one lucky thing with how poorly EA structured our eSports is, you can afford to take multiple weeks off when you need to. Because the scheduling is so widely gapped, but like you're saying, for especially for a ladder system, you, I played more, multiple esports games on and always at the highest end of ladders. If you play frustrated, there's only one way in that ladder you go, and it's down. But so you said it's the same as real life. I've had it like like yourself, John. If you're even in the work environment and you're just not feeling it, and that spark's gone, you're never going to get the best out of yourself. And it's the same for uh, esports, isn't it? So FIFA, in particular, in this case. Um, Ryan, though, I was curious. What? I know you said obviously the spark has gone, but do do you think it's? Is there a specific reason why you think it's gone so fast? Because what are we five weeks into the game? I know normally people people the spark goes, doesn't it, after you know January, like like we said, maybe.
1: Yeah, I've had I've had it go in the past, but it's usually later on in the cycle as well, and I'm quite happy to drop it at that point. Whereas just now, although I'm not feeling it. I'm not necessarily happy to do it because I'd rather be playing. I actually, enjo- I usually enjoy this period of playing, so I almost feel like I want to, but I know what's going to happen, so I don't want to. Uh, I I can't tell you exactly what's happened. I think that's what we're sort of working on just now and looking on for a way to to get it back. But I can certainly say from past knowledge that other people that we know have felt the same way even earlier in the game cycle. And it actually helped just to take some time out and reset yourself mentally and muscle memory as well when you're playing because you get into a rut sometimes of trying to maybe rush things and do things a certain way to get things as quickly as you can and get back onto a certain level. But it's good to get away from it, sort of forget it, and come back to it fresh, ready, and pick it all up again, because it's better to pick up the good things than continuously doing the bad things. It's going to take longer to get out of it than it is to get back into it.
2: Yeah, well, you come back with a fresh mind. Anyway, you tend to see things that you haven't even seen in the game before a lot of the time, I find.
1: Yeah, In the past, I've usually maybe sat back and watched other people's gameplay just to see what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong, and it, it certainly helps. So I'll probably just, just do that for a couple of days again instead of my own because I know what I'm doing when I'm playing, it feels wrong. I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm doing it anyway. And at that point, if I'm doing that and I already know it's wrong, but it's I'm not stopping myself from doing it, I need to stop, refresh, and come back to it.
0: I know in certain organization that can definitely need that could use but, an ana- oh yeah so <laughs> video it. analysis for a couple of days extra <laughs> maybe they well <laughs> uh, reason reasonably that's okay I'll tell that. <laughs> but it seems uh, the gaffer seems to be a nice guy effort. Um heard uh, I'm kidding them. no I think Who, who's that who's that
2: Aaron yeah
0: yeah, lo- yeah. yeah
2: he's a lovely bloke <laughs>
0: he is though he is though uh, no I mean, I, I'm kidding of course but I mean the. Uh, I think that you're right uh, a little break is usually a good thing and I I spoke to someone who had this similar thing this afternoon right have you guys any idea how many f- hours of FIFA I played in a week
2: couldn't even imagine uh, 65
0: 65 hours average over the last weeks
2: oh and I thought I played a lot
0: so you're playing 65 hours of FIFA every week and you feel like you're in a run, right? I don't know. There are not many things in life which I can do 65 hours a week and not feel tired of in five weeks' time if I do five, things, five weeks in a row.
1: That's longer than an average work week. And if you are already at a high level, that's you're just putting yourself into that for no reason.
2: Surely you would just autopilot all the time.
1: They They are, right? They are, yeah, most definitely. So
2: you're not actually actively thinking because you're like, you play that much, you're kind of in like a zombie state.
0: Yeah, I think like it's quality over quantity, uh, especially on a ladder system, which feels a bit weird, but you know this as well, Tommy. I think it's better if you say, okay, every night, I don't know, from 9 to 10.30 is my rival's night. I'm going to make the most out of those six matches I can play. I think the end result after a, m- a month of play or season playing like that, you end up higher up if you're a good player um, than actually um, if you just grind the game out, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I, um, I learned this when I was playing League of Legends on a ladder. I used to spam games with my friends and we used to sit at like the average rank and we'd never climb, we'd never go up or never go down. Because we were just spamming the games and everything was autopiloted. But with Foot, I just play. My rule is if I've got time to play, like tonight, I'll play three games win, lose, draw, three games, and that's it. Yep. And I found since I've done that this year for this FIFA 22, my results are, wow, they're so much better. It's unbelievable. On average, I might only lose. If I played three games a night over four or five nights of the week, I might only lose two games in a week. Whereas when I was spamming games, like sit there and play ten games in a night, you might end up losing four or five because you're you're not actively thinking after the after the first three or four games, you're not you're not actively thinking about every single thing you're doing.
1: It helps to know your own limits as well, because if you're continuously losing, you you need to stop because you're in a rut. Why would you keep playing? You're just only going to go down that ladder, and it's it's going to build up and. It's human nature, make, though. you feel worse as well, isn't it? Yeah, but
0: especially if you fall, in these you want to, if you want to fall, you want to climb up, right? And
1: yeah,
0: I, I've never seen anyone fall uh, in a cycling race and just keep laying down until everyone cycled away from them, so they can easily stand up. No, they are reaching out for the bike, standing up, getting hit, fell over again, and tried again. The waiting and then standing up is probably the smartest move. But your instinct said, get up as quickly as you can and go for it. That's the same with the ladder system. That's also the biggest flaw anyone can make in a ladder system, I think. But it goes against human nature. I mean, you at least have a coach which can help you with that, I think, right? But it's not very common that people do that automatically. And it's the same with the qualification. I had someone call, uh, training who couldn't qualify, right? And when I watch matches, I'm like, man, you're easily good enough to do this, right? Like the basics are there. Well, how can you come? You not qualify Like, you know, uh, you know what? I'm going to like get you qualified. You're going to play two two qualifiers, like playoffs uh, every night. That's it. Just two matches. That's it. And at the end of the week, you're qualified. You played online and you're there. 100% guaranteed. Wow. He started Monday. It's now Wednesday. He qualified tonight, winning his fifth match in a row. Because not doing it, (laughs) not getting influenced by your latest results, spreading it up, taking away the pressure. And why would you rush it, right? You can't even play until you, it's Friday anyways. So if that helps, then it helps. I think dozing, um, spending less time on it, but making the time you do spend with it, if any, higher quality, is usually a way of to get out of a bad streak or a bad feeling about stuff. Hence why you get a burnout on work. They say not quit working altogether. They say, hey, Start working an hour a day, right? Make sure you find the fun things back into that hour a day and then build up from there. But yeah. Biggest advice, if you can name one, uh, Ryan, what would it currently be? What would people do if they feel like you?
1: I think stepping away from it, just for even a short period helps. It certainly helps just to clear your mind a little bit and think about something else and come back to it later with a fresh mind. Definitely. Tell What would you say?
2: The same as Ryan on burnout. I don't really know what what other advice you can give apart from take a break, have a think about it, distract yourself maybe, but come back to the game. And more importantly, if you come back and you're not enjoying it, feel free to stop again straight away. Because if you're not enjoying it, like we said, what's the point?
0: Exactly. Nothing to add there, except... Look at what make you attracted to the game in the first place, right? If that's content, if that's see people play, if that's making jokes, talking to people, find someone to talk about that, find something to watch that back, make it yourself like content doesn't have to high quality, but even thinking about making the content yourself might be enough to re-spark that and find the positive energy you get out of that. And if it's result better, just spread out and dose the, way the time you spent at it, I think. Lots of heavy topic tonight, guys. Also, good fun because I'm still seeing Tommy standing there with his <laughs> with his height raising his phone, make sure he gets the best reception. So, thank you for that, Tommy. I do appreciate you coming on and making sure the connection stays safe, uh, stays. Well, it's actually pretty good quality. It might actually be better than the last time I had you on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, we've had no thunder and lightning yet, so I'm okay.
0: Ah, luckily. Well, we'll finish the show before that actually starts hitting. But before we finish the show, where can people find you, Tommy?
2: Yeah, uh, mostly on Twitter under T-Total Foot. Top 23 on the Elite Leaderboard, if you want to look for me there. And in the Discord under Tommy B.
0: Brilliant. Ryan, where can people find you, my friend?
1: I was going to ask Tommy if he could lift his arm a bit higher there just because he broke up.
0: But <laughs> I can't go any higher anymore. He could no. probably get cramped by now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm on the Discord under HamptonR underscore underscore and I am on Twitter mainly under HamptonR underscore foot. Brilliant. And you can find the show, of course, on all podcast services around the world. And
0: remind you that we can really use some reviews on any podcast service i always say apple podcast service because that works great for us but like spotify has been really good with that so uh, anywhere you can give us a thumb of or like of, uh, extra listen it's really appreciated and you can if you want to get better at fifa or want to do these coaching talks we talked about in this show you can also go to food coaching reach out to us that's foodcoaching.com or food Coaching on any social media and we'll find a way to help you. And if you want to look at then go to foodcoaching.com slash coaching options, and you'll see a lot of options, but we standard produce for everyone and try to help you out with doing that. <sighs> and that's it for tonight. Um, Friday, I will be back hopefully with envy and I'm not quite sure who my other guest will be just yet. Got some hooks going on, um, but if you really want to find out, I'd say tune in Friday. For now, thank you for listening. See you this Wednesday. And I'm going to say before, uh, Tommy really cramps up. Tommy, you can say first, but I'm going to drop it.
2: Drop it.
1: Drop it.